Welcome to The Islander with Eli Kalilikani. First off, I wanted to go ahead and apologize for posting late with the audio podcast this week, but we had some technical issues. I had some new equipment come in, and um, I'm still learning how to use it, so please forgive me. And I just wanted to let that be known. This week, we're going to talk about a few things that's going to be a little bit different than my usual format as I just wanted to sit down and share with you some thoughts and feelings that I had in the halfway through January now and uh, seems like the year is going pretty good for a lot of folks which is great and I wanted to see how you are doing and see if you've kind of taken a quick reflection on how you're starting off the new year to see if it's going out and working well for you I myself I really can't complain too much Uh, My new year is going out pretty good. I have some stuff coming up in my future that I hope is going to be beneficial and not really going to be causing too much issues for my goals and plans, but actually support them. So I wanted to move into my first part of the podcast, which is New Year's resolutions. Who has them? Have you made them? And are you sticking to them? To be honest myself, I'm not really a New Year's resolution type of guy. Uh, For a long time, I did have New Year's resolutions. And like most people, I was not successful. So I really just kind of gave up on the whole idea of making New Year's resolutions and figure I make uh, goals set based off of what's real for me in my life and try to meet those. So... I guess in a way you could say I do have New Year's resolutions, but not just because it's a new year, but maybe my goal is going to be reached within that new year. What about you folks? Have you decided what your New Year's resolutions are going to be about and what you've decided to do? Um, I know a lot of people like to talk about exercising, losing weight, maybe looking a little bit different, or paying off those bills and trying to get more financially responsible and if that's the case well good on you and I hope that uh, you achieve your goals because that's awesome goals to have but um, I am myself like I said I'm a you know I I like to have my long-term mid-term and short-term goals and I have some stuff that's coming up that could possibly really help me get to where I want to be so I'm keeping my fingers crossed for both of us so keep your fingers crossed for me as well as we continue to adventure with this year that's already beginning halfway through January, February right around the corner, and let's see where we can go with this. Now, the beginning of the year has shown a lot of stuff um, changing as far as what the government goes, and hopefully with the change of leadership in Washington um, for us United States citizens and for just of us that uh, live in the United States in general, hopefully it works out for all of us and trickles down to our particular households to where maybe 2023 will be a little bit more affordable for all of us. And if that's the case, hallelujah, because I have to tell you folks, I've had a really, really hard 2022 trying to make ends meet. I'm pretty sure a lot of you out there felt the same way. And uh, let's, let's really keep our fingers crossed that we don't have to continue on through the struggle of 2022 into 2023. I'm really looking forward to the new exciting adventures that's going to be coming up in my life personally. I have some stuff that um, 
is on the near horizon and I would like to share it but um, it's a little too personal right now and I don't want to put any bad heebie-jeebies on anything so let's just keep it at um, it's a new beginning of sorts but uh, again thank you for coming and thank you for listening and sharing your time with me as we continue on this adventure okay so now moving to the next subject extreme weather conditions you know I really, really, really just kind of been looking at the last week or two. Um, let's take it from Hawaii in itself. You know, something that I can speak to first, and then we'll talk a little bit larger scope. But um, in my neighborhood, I'm, I'm a live on the west side of Oahu, I'm real close to the ocean, and I love the ocean. The ocean is part of my blood. It's been in my culture and in my family heritage for a very long time. And um, it's been <clears throat> something that's very important to me to pass on, you know, how to respect the ocean and how to give and take from the ocean and be grateful for what you get from the ocean, like fish, or just the healing nature of the salt water, where if you got some scratches or whatever. But um, that's going a little bit off topic, but I wanted to talk about the weather here, the surf conditions. First, one word, awesome. Now, I wanted to start this off by saying I am not a climatologist, anybody special, anybody that um, knows anything about weather and weather conditions outside of the fact that um, I know how to do my research. But in this particular subject, there's been a lot of mixed information, scientific evidence to, per, you know, to show um, the lack of or the continuation of climate change, global warming, whatever you want to call it. So for this, I'm going to keep statistics out of this podcast and talk as a regular guy and um, my observations and my feelings in particular to um, climate change or whatever the case may be. So I just had to get that out of the way. But like I was saying, extreme weather. Okay, so here on the west side of Oahu, um, this past week we had a huge surge of waves. I mean, like a large, huge waves. They were reporting on the news, on the, I heard on the radio, anywhere from 40 to 50 feet um, surges coming into our shores, which is huge. We generally have large, you know, surf, um, to be sure. I mean, to be honest, I'm not sure of the average size of these waves. But they really are kind of, you know, large in general. But uh, this is like really abnormally large from our side of the island all the way to the North Shore, which technically is right around the mountain range. Anyway, this is a huge surge. And I heard some people talking about it possibly being to climate change or certain climate effects that have made, you know, the weather and the waves larger, whether this is true or not. There's evidence, I'm sure, to prove both sides, but um, I've lived on this side for a while, and from what I can see, this is definitely an unusual thing. Do I believe it's the cause of any man-made issues? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm looking at history and, you know, random storms, you know, and ocean rising and falling here and there around the world makes me think that it's just a natural event. You know, a lot of people like to put labels on nature. But the one thing that I can be sure of is that nature is something that is itself powerful and unique and is not controlled. I don't think anybody really can 
label it as something. Um, we've spent billions and trillions of dollars exploring the universe and outside of our great, you know, blue ball that we all live on. I don't think anybody really can argue, scientists or otherwise, that we haven't spent enough time studying our own world where we live. And that's okay. I mean, it's going to come. It just has to. I think as we grow as intellectuals and we as group, you know, people grow as a population and our thirst for knowledge is going to force us to, whether it be for good reasons or bad reasons, have to explore the oceans and um, places that we haven't really explored around the world. Hopefully we'll do so with a greater education and a stronger mindset to be aware and respectful of nature and work with it like our ancestors did. And I can speak on that because my island ancestors, according to tradition and to history, lived off the land, whether it had been inland or fishing or both, and worked in tune with nature to be prosperous as a people that eventually went from tribal people to a kingdom that eventually um, became modernized. And uh, the specifics of that we'll get into in a different episode, not today. But that shows the determination and the, the power of people working with nature. And I know that's a fact for many, many, many island people from around the world. And um, for those that live on the various continents as well. But this show is the Islander, and I like to concentrate on Islanders. <laughs> so, getting back to the surf whether it was natural, man-made, or whatever the case may be, um, I feel that, you know, uh, it it is based out of nature. Could be wrong. I'm not a climate deniest, alarmist, whatever the case may be. I'm just a dude that's living and trying to coexist with everybody and trying to coexist with um, our wonderful blue globe. Anyways, uh, this surf super huge awesome really really great and it was rolling in and I'm, I'm just driving by and i see the whole bunch of people just parking and getting ready to go inside and go surf and all that good stuff and um if i had somebody help me with my kids i would have been in the water as well but um that'll change soon i just have to plan it out better but it was awesome the power of the ocean just just all over man just just completely just smashing people and then um that was the first day and then the second day i noticed that the surf got a little bit larger and this is something that brings me to kind of you know a segue into my uh another issue i want to talk about but um i'll just say it stupid people i really don't like to use that term but come on we all know there's people out there that are just not running with a hundred watt light bulbs out there and I'm not trying to be derogatory or offensive to anybody but um, I will give an example and um, a lot of people call them thrill seekers and stuff like that but you see the same type people not only rushing the huge waves and stuff like that which I know it's a great high and I, I think that that's healthy to a degree but when you have that mentality in, you know, all sorts of extreme weather conditions, then I think it takes something else. But anyways, so the waves are really bad. And uh, I went a little further um, west going towards the, 
where the western and uh, north shores meet at in a point which is uh, located at the tip of our island. And I was looking at these waves. I mean, I was just at awe. I was like, holy smokes, that is super cool. I mean, beautiful. The power of that, just a majesty to, to you know, um, to see. And then I see these dots, these little itty bitty dots. So, you know, the good blind guy that I am, I grab my glasses and I look out into the ocean and now I can see a little bit clearer and I realize, holy smokes, those are people. And then I realize those little specks are going up against these waves. And it's not clean waves. And what I mean by that, it's not like it rises and falls and it's got that blue glisten and the white froth off the top that's so beautiful as it tumbles down. No. This is what we call choppy, where it looks like bubbles, where it's just rough, where the water's not consistent, where it looks angry. I mean, physically looks angry, where the ocean just is bubbling like like it was, you know, getting lit up by lava. And I'm just like, these guys are going to rush that. And I remember watching these three little dots and I'm over there and I'm going, oh my goodness, I don't see a lifeguard. And then all of a sudden they go up with the froth up and you can see them rise and then it gets really bubbly and you can tell just if you know the ocean and been around the ocean where it rolls forward and these dots disappear. And I'm like, oh, man, what do I do? So I'm sitting there. At first, I'm thinking, man, you're dumb. And then I'm, like, looking, and I'm just like, holy smokes. <clears throat> what is going on here? Like, I'm, I'm like, do I call somebody or whatever? And then I see these dots eventually bob up, and I see them slowly moving towards the shore. And I'm like, they just got their butts handed to them by Mother Nature. Mother Nature was like, let me flex. I'm having a bad day. Get out. And it was kind of funny. But those are the kind of people that, um, that's a little bit more than thrill-seeking. I, I know that there's professionals out there, and I stress professionals, people that have been doing this and have been trained and know what they're doing to handle large surf. But these same people also know when is the time to rush this huge surf. And these guys just, men or women, I don't know, it's kind of far away to tell to be, you know, precise but they rushed this and they you could just see by their actions they were regretting it and i'm like man maybe there's like dun, 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 like they're hearing jaws or something like the, the you know the the jaws music going in their head maybe they saw a large shark maybe the the wave just like smacked them enough you know to where they're like we're done but what makes you think if you haven't done it that you could i mean I know that to learn stuff and to be able to handle new things that you have to try it, but there's a limit. And if you're going from like four or five foot to 40, 50 foot, I think that maybe, maybe you need to sit down and have a beer first and think about it because that may be a little bit more than you can handle. I mean, we've all seen the videos on YouTube. We've seen it around and other, you know, social media sites where you know, people were getting flooded out and tsunamis and the power of the ocean. And what makes you think that you and this fiberglass little board thing is going to be able to handle what destroys buildings, homes, landscapes?
man, if you got big ones like that, then I, I hope they're shiny in chrome because those are a little bit more fancy than mine. But yeah, so I, I'm glad they were okay. To be honest, I'm glad they were okay. Nothing bad happened to them. But man, I'm sure they regretted what they were doing. <laughs> it was just, I had to shake my head and then continue driving. And I started seeing more and more where, you know, you see onesies and twosies in the water. And the same old scenario play. They get up. They think they're cool. You know, take their selfies or whatever. Or people, you know, on the beach taking whatever pictures. Or maybe they're just looking for their adrenaline high. They get smashed. They learn their lesson. And they swim back to shore. So, yeah, there's just some people out there. I guess they're made for entertainment. Like I said previously, I'm not trying to down anybody or um, disrespect anybody in any stretch. But there's just some people that, oh, my goodness, need to make better decisions. That's what my kid's teacher has taught myself. And I've learned that that was a technique that they use to teach my children and I think that should be applied to adults especially if uh, you haven't heard it for a while so I'll say it for you make better decisions but all in all at the end of the day people are gonna make their own decisions and do what they're gonna do um, but with the vast majesty of the ocean all I got to say and with our beautiful sunsets and our weather conditions and typical landscape that I just look and say, you know, I'm glad I live in Hawaii, and I'm very grateful for that. However, there is one thing here that um, I think it's universal on all the islands here in our state and probably anywhere, but something that I personally see all the time, and it's super duper frustrating, and I just got to talk about it. Why? Because it's on my mind. It happened to me earlier today. It happened to me yesterday, it happened to me the day before, it probably happens to me every day, and maybe the same for you guys, but we're going to do this. Uh, it's called, Please Learn How to Drive. Like, oh my goodness, I mean, how many times have you been traveling in and out of traffic? I mean, we all got a place to go. It's not like you're getting in the car saying, you know what, maybe, actually, I take that back, okay. Pump brakes real quick, you know, car analogy, haha, but okay. We do sometimes get in the car and drive around without a specific destination. I mean, heck, I know that with my family, that's kind of part of our pastime. But generally, when you're in the car, you have a destination and a place to go. So on that thought process, moving along, when we're driving and let's just say morning traffic, you're getting to take the kids to school, you're going to work, you really want to get to McDonald's before McDonald's stops serving breakfast and you're driving. And then all of a sudden, boom, you see like everybody slamming on the brakes. Then you have that one driver that's like shouldn't be jumping into traffic from the opposite side. That's like slowing down all four lanes. So everybody naturally, because they don't want to get into an accident, stops for them, right? Trying to be courteous. And in the meantime, this driver is still sitting there in the middle of the road, and it's like, okay, now you start watching your clock, and you're like, okay, you're counting in your head. 10 seconds have gone by, 20 seconds have gone by, and then all, all of a sudden you're like, holy smokes, what the heck is this person doing? Like, they should be going and merging with traffic, right? But they're overly cautious in the process. They're holding everybody up in the four lanes and the hundreds of cars that are looking at them and flying that bird free. And that person just slowly rolls in 
with all the room that you gave them yes people need to learn how to drive like i'm i'm just like baffled like okay <clears throat> especially you know and i like to talk about traffic because traffic is generally when people's emotions are high and they don't really don't want to be dealing with stupid people trying to like do crazy stuff because you're just trying to get to your destination especially if you're getting home and you got that whole like thought process of oh i'm gonna go home and chill I'm going to go and eat, or I'm going to get ready, I'm going to go and party, or, oh, I've got a party coming over, or blah, 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 blah. But either way, you're sitting there, and then you got somebody that's, like, just driving like a maniac. Like, you know, and I've seen it, and I know you've seen it, too, where people are upset, and they're driving around, and they think that, you know, their actions are only affecting them, and it's like, dude, can you pull your head out of your culo real quick and think? You are driving a metal box that weighs at least half a ton with wheels I mean like holy smokes that is not like too much to ask like a little bit of courtesy I mean if you want to gamble with your life and you're just gonna wreck your property and not cost taxpayers and anybody else you know money you go ahead you find the nearest cliff or black hole that happens to appear in front of you and disappear into it but outside of that leave us alone we're trying to get to our place too i don't care how upset you are you can scream or whatever and you know that's why you have windows or if you don't have ac which a lot of us here in the islands don't hey islanders around the world woohoo broken acs anyways you can go ahead and sit down and yell at yourself yell at yell at whoever in your own vehicle don't be jumping out don't be swerving in and out. Don't be cutting off people because those are lives, man. Okay, at the end of the day, most people don't want to hurt another person. And if they do, they generally won't because there's laws against it. So please just don't do it. Think about things. I mean, when I'm with my kids and uh, I'm like super papa bear like i and and i know dads and moms you guys are all protective okay i'm not trying to seem better than you guys okay don't get all like that but when i'm in the car with my kids and if you're in a rush to get to mcdonald's before breakfast and you cut me off and i've got my kids in there oh yeah it's on like i get upset and if my kids are there like they see it like all of a sudden like everybody giggle 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 and radios and electronic devices blaring too loud and all of a sudden they see dad's face frown and i i, I know i i feel this twitch in my eye my left eye where i know i'm gonna do something stupid unless i control myself and uh, i'm sure you have your own signals people out there huh my road ragers high five but it's something that we have to control. And I generally do, man. I, I'm not, like, nuts. I, I don't, like, try to go and hurt nobody or nothing like that. But, um, man, if you're going to come at me and my kids like that, I, I'm, think, I'm thinking of not a bright future for you. And all I ask is be courteous. Some of us are rolling around with our kids and our family, you know. And um, it, it's very frustrating in the car. But, man, it, this is... It's street, you know, it's street driving for everybody. It's not like this is like Fast and the Furious. And if you feel that way, either get in front of a camera or go and find some road where there's nobody around. But man, think about it. There's there's like lives and stuff. 
And then think about, you know, people that got to clean up after you if you screw up. I mean, like, if you get into an accident, first off, the EMTs, the emergency personnel, the police, everybody's going to have to come. And one, they're going to try and save you and take care of you or make sure you're fine. And then your, your automobile's going to have to get towed and they're going to have to fix up whatever you smashed. And it's just, it's... It's inconvenient for one, two, it's just very inconsiderate. But at the same time, let's just say, you know, spirits forbid that, you know, you lose your life or you take a life of another, you know. Think of all the court issues if you're alive and all that stuff that's going to happen. And then, you know, if you do happen to pass, then, and this is something that frustrates me on top of it, is is everybody that's like that that i've seen thus far or general majority of it's like their people their family don't talk bad they're like oh that person wouldn't hurt a fly they were so good they did everything correct they walked around with a halo they would watch ants cross the street i don't know what happened it must have been a moment of poor judgment like come on man wake up think about things make the better decisions and we all get frustrated. We're all human beings. That's in our nature. But man, if you're driving around in a, a metal box with wheels, especially here in the islands, like where I live, like everybody tries to make like golf carts look like monster truck vehicles, which is funny and it's kind of cool and stuff at the same time. But you're just like, holy smokes, man. You're having a bad day, so you're physically intimidating, so you're going to push your weight around in a vehicle. It's like... Just because you put on, you know, a UFC shirt doesn't mean you can go around pushing people around. Doesn't mean that you're the biggest person on the block. Or mean is, we all have lives. Respect it. That's what we do. Well, thank you very much for hanging out with me. It was uh, good spending some time with you. Please make sure that you visit my website, my pod site, and my YouTube channel. All the information is going to be in the descriptions. So please um, come back again and uh, we'll do this again. It was fun. Uh, we're going to be incorporating this type of uh, podcast into the Islander program and uh, hopefully be bringing on some guests real soon. So stick around for the future of the Islander. But again, thank you very much for your time. This has been the Islander with Eli Kalilikane. Thank you.